Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Welcome back to Ike Live. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, you are watching a brand new Ike Live show. We are analyzing the state of the sport. We're uh, picking up the pieces. We're trying to make sense of all this mess, Pete. Um, I think it was a great way to start out the show talking to a guy that's been in the sport uh, and been involved in mm. bass for 40 years for, for Dave Preck. What's your what's your big takeaway from from that interview? Do you have a big takeaway from what Dave said? That my shirt looks like a smock. <laughs> it does look like oh the, oh, the other Dave. Oh, the other Dave. The other Dave. Dave Pratt. <laughs> no, the, um, you know, <laughs> I think the big takeaway is, um, and, and I really like it, is I like that um, that person that they're, that's going to be the liaison between the anglers yeah. and the organization. <laughs> liaison. 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 <laughs> Uh, I think that's an an amazing step forward. Um, You know, I I like a lot of the steps that that they're taking, they're they're moving. The the program's moving in a great direction for the anglers. I think that's great. Yeah. That's one takeaway. Another takeaway is, um, you know, uh, the millionaires that Bass has created, and there are those, but I... You know, it's been tough. It's been a. I would like to see a comparison on the millionaires versus the bankruptcies that have happened, and a comparison of those two groups um, that I'll, have been out there I'll competing. I don't think you have one without the other, though. There's, there's only so much pie. Hey, well, you're talking communism or some. Hey, guys, some guys, real quick. Phil Manchu's been tearing it up all night. He said Bass's vision. Hoping BP, hoping BPT fails miserably. <laughs> I don't know. Just I, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Who's that? I, Phil Manchu. Yeah, Phil Manchu. Phil Manchu. Phil Manchu. Like Phil Manchu. And little little shout out to Ronnie Moore. I forgot to mention him on the Bass Live, the Bassmaster Live stuff that they're doing. It's just amazing. He's the greatest. That's the best team there is. Yeah, I, I can tell you, uh, I, I've got some takeaways, but the one thing I wish I would have brought up that I, I, I wanted to ask Dave, and I, and I don't, I don't want to feel like I was ambushing him either, mm-hmm. is, uh, is crisis management is, is, in, and we've talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Like, when this, when this snowball started rolling down the hill, Pete, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It starts out as a little snowball and it starts rolling down the hill. You know, you have a PR agency. You have a crisis management firm that comes in to stop that snowball from becoming a freaking avalanche, right. you know? Yep. And I, I, I'm not claiming to be an expert in PR at all, but lo- looking at it from afar, they did a terrible job at, at handling this situation in terms of PR and crisis management. Um, but Mike, do you, do you, do you count, do you count what they did tonight? Would you say Dave was anything other than forthright? No, and- no. T- tonight it was it was awesome. But the problem is in in, in crisis management and in, in, in PR when you're trying to fix an emergency thing, that first week is the most critical time. Yeah. Those first couple days when shit starts going down, that's when you act. And and it really failed miserably, you know, on what Bass did. Uh, and again, I'm not throwing anything under the bus, but I I. I personally 
never heard sorry from anyone at Bass. And I know I've heard from a lot of the anglers that were upset that no one just ever said sorry. I apologize for this, you know. Never heard that word in those first three or four days. Um, you know, some of the mistakes, the typos that were in, some of the early uh, letters that came out. Um, you know, one of the letters said they were talking about the uh, new payouts, and it and it said the new the new MLF Elite Trail next year. We will be. So there were a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, yeah. man. There were a lot of mistakes. Freudian slips. There were a lot of mistakes from a PR standpoint that I think also ate it in this big push. Do you, do you think they could have stopped it? You know, I mean, that's, you know, if you look at, if you read books on, on crisis management, you know, and, and what the, and, and good PR, uh, there are ways to stop it, you know, and there are ways to, to do the opposite, to aid the slide mm-hmm. down the hill, and I think that's what happened here. You know, it's unfortunate. There's yeah. a there's a handful of things that, unfortunately, I think could have happened a little differently. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I've been getting messages all night, and the one thing I think Dave did a great job. I think Dave did he a great was job wonderful. He was I mean, wonderful. he was yeah. very honest. I, I appreciated him coming on. Both Daves love them both. <laughs> um, but thank you. I, I think that there's one thing. That has never been said or acknowledged, which every person who sent me a message is like, I never felt. Now, you got to think about this. Guys had to make this decision by this weekend. And they never, they were offered money. They were offered these changes. <laughs> but they were never offered an apology for what happened before. Yeah. There's a there's something to be said for that. Yeah. And I know you brought up a a, a Facebook message that came up as well that everyone is replaceable, but KVD. Yeah. yeah. You can't tell me that doesn't touch home with somebody. And I don't know because I haven't talked to these people. Yeah. I'm just throwing this out there. But like someone like Brandon Palmick. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he's like he's Bass's boy. Right. The yeah. poster boy. Yeah. Justin Lucas just came up. And one, AOI, did yeah. amazing things. Yeah. But if he were to read that Facebook message, he was told that he was replaceable. Replaceable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, that hurts. Yeah. That hurts. That hurts. That hurts. Yeah. I think that's there's a motion here that I think people are missing. Yeah. yeah. You hurt people like that. Yeah. There are reactions yeah. to pain bad, that you feel. Bad bad PR. Another example of bad PR. Dave, Ken, got something back there. The mighty Ken Duke sends in some st- statistics for us. Okay. Um. The most recent classic champ who will be fishing with bass in 2019 is David Fritz, who won in 1993. He's also the most recent AOI that bass is retaining, and he won that in 94. Wow. And it's gotten so bad, Lucas Sucks pointed out, I heard Ed Bassmaster is changing his name to Ed Milf. Can you confirm? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We're going to have to send Ed a message. Uh, Ed Bassmaster... The comedian changing his name to Ed Milf. That's interesting. Oh, God. I don't know if it'll do as well, Dave. I like Ed Bassmaster, but I don't know. Uh, Brian Carpenter, what do you got for me? Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Okay. Uh, I want to remind everybody, you're watching a brand new Ike Live. Uh, we're going to have some more great guests coming on tonight, Pete. We've got Bill Taylor from FLW joining us. I can't wait to talk to Bill. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Bill Taylor, and I'm curious to see where FLW fits into all this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of what's happened, 
a lot of these pieces seem focused on Bass and MLF. But I really, I, I feel like FLW is a is a big player as well, and I want to hear his take. Yeah, what's their on perspective? Where, yeah, on where they fall into this, mm-hmm. you know. So that's going to be great. Uh, and I know we've got some special anglers uh, guests joining us throughout the show. Some are surprise guests. I can't wait to see who joins us tonight. But we're talking about the state of the sport, and uh, and and it's it's exciting to help put together some of these pieces. What's happened in the last two or three weeks? Absolutely. I, I think uh, FLW, it's interesting. These two organizations are, boom, battling each other. And FLW seems to be, you know, not in that mix. Steady Eddie. Steady, sort of steady Eddie. Yeah. Well, let's find out. We're going to find out. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, what do we got? We got some breaking news. I have a special guest on the line who's got an announcement of a new tour. We have the mighty, legendary Bill Dance. Bill Dance! Bill! How are you tonight? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi, how you doing tonight, Bill? Uh, before you even talk, let me tell you, uh, talk about reasons for getting in the sport, reasons to fish. Man, when I was a kid, I watched everything. I am a huge, I'm your biggest fan. I am here today because of watching you when I was 11, 12, 13 years old. So thank you, Bill. Well, Mark, I'm a big fan of yours also, Mark. I'll tell you, I love your show, bud. Thank you. I appreciate it. What do you got for us tonight, Bill? Well, I enjoyed watching uh, you and uh, uh, Chris Zaladin, uh on the Bassmaster.com knocking the fire out of them today. Oh, thank you. Uh, that actually was not me. That was my uncle, Mark. But pr- I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, but, uh, thanks, Mark. I, and I appreciate uh, you, you having us here here back on the show. Um, you know, it, it seems that I have a very special announcement from myself and Ray Scott the founder of Bass. Wow. The, the following is an official press release. Okay. Are you ready, Mark? Yes. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dan. <laughs> and in today's apocalyptic world of bass fishing, it's filled with turmoil and a need for change. Professional anglers are searching for a league of equality and a league of justice. There is good news. And there is hope. Not to be that chicken in the bread pan picking out dough, Mark, but we're proud to announce the dawn and the advent of the Legends Gold Senior Bass Tour. Wow. 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 Legends. Yes, sir. That is correct. The LGBT <laughs> it's a new and best tour out there. We're, we're inviting all kinds of anglers out there to fish. Now you now LGBT. have the opportunity to fish for LGBT. <laughs> LGBT tour. Yes, sir. That's the Legends Gold Bass Tour. Wow. And, and as fisher people, it's uh, it, it's an opportunity. Just just let me tell you, it's equality for everyone. Wow. It, it Mark, it's kind of like you, your catchphrase. Uh, the LGBT is going to be a slam dunk. It's going to be a slam dunk. Wow! Now, Bill, let me. Let, this is awesome because uh, Pete and I are advocates of growing the sport, and you know, this to me is expanding the sport, which I love. But, who, Bill, who's eligible to fish this tour? You, you must have fifteen years minimum as a professional bass angler. Pete. Pete. 
Peter, as incentive, um, we are offering to you anglers uh, a one-year pass uh, to Dollywood in Tennessee. That's for your whole family. You get four dozen Bansonil in the box and a thousand-dollar shopping spree at Bed Bath and Beyond. Wow! Outstanding. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Mark, I would cordially like to take this opportunity. To invite you to fish in the LGBT, or at least be the host of LGBT Live. Wow, man! I I I I seriously have to consider that. I I tell you, I I think it's a good opportunity. I I, I, I got to tell you, yeah. with that mustache and the way your legs are crossed, right? I think that's the place for you. I I believe it is, <laughs> and I I got to tell you, it's been the last two weeks for me, Pete, have been rough. But to hear Bill talk about this opportunity. And once he said the free pass to Dollywood, I, I was kind of sold. I mean, MLF or Bass never offered that. So the Mike, do- Mike, I'm even going to throw in Dollywood passes for Becky's side of the family. Wow! <laughs> Beck! Yes, Ooh. sir. Wow, man, that's... Uh, I, I don't I know. I need an answer, Mike. I need, to, I need an announcement. Gosh, Bill, can I, can I do it at the end of the show? I had planned on making an announcement at the end of the show. It, this'll, if you give me till the end, I'll have time to re-strategize my decision a little bit based on the the Dollywood and the um, the dance is eel, which is. I, I do respect thing. that. I do respect that. This, uh, Mark, before I go, would you mind if I, I made a couple of observations <laughs> first? Sure. Uh, first thing uh, off the bat, I would like to acknowledge that the Ike Signature Series reels are now available. At abugarcia.com and mikeiconelli.com. Um, they come in a lovely bluish, purplish hue, kind of like a succulent plum. <laughs> Phenomenal reel. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Sec- yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, second of all, tomorrow night at 7 Central on Stray Cast, BASS Angler of the Year and BD Tour Angler Justin Lucas. Joins the game. That's tomorrow night on StrayCast.net and StrayCast Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you for that promotion of, of StrayCast. I appreciate that. <laughs> you are quite welcome. And, and like you always say, Mark, never stop trying. Thank the future you. of bass fishing is yours to behold. There you go. Bill Dance, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. Wow. This sport keeps getting better and it better. It keeps getting better and better. I mean, who who would have known Bill Dance starts his own tour? Did he keep calling you Mark? I think he called me Mark. He's got me confused with Mark Zona. I don't know why. He's a ta- mustache. He's taller than I am. <laughs> and he's a better fisherman. Uh, man, it was... <laughs> I always dreamt about having Bill Dance on the show. Bry? This is true. You for, you fulfilled my dream. Yes. My childhood did. dream. Have Bill Dance on the show. <laughs> Two things, Mike. Yeah. What One, do you got, Dave? I am only four away from being caught up. I've just, I just got caught up. Wow. And <laughs> Ike's mustache wants to know: Will Kevin Short's feet be fishing LGBT? <laughs> 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 and the and the answer is. <laughs> <laughs> That thing was, uh, as Matt Pangrock said, that thing was quivering in that uh, beginning uh, segment. You were, you, you was on fire. I was on fire. I was pissed off and mad. Yeah. Bill Taylor coming up. Bill Taylor coming up. Dave, what do you got coming through? You got anything else on on the IGs coming through? If not, I got some stuff. No, go ahead, Mike. Okay. Uh, I, I, I skipped this in the beginning of the show because I was so fired up. But this is okay place to put it. 
Pete, this show is brought to brought to everybody by great sponsors that make the show happen. Uh, <laughs> we really changed the dynamic of the show, but I do want to run through the list of great companies that support Ike Live. Um, and I encourage everybody, go to the bottom of the Ike Live page and look at all the promo codes. We've got promo codes for every company that we work with on the show. Our presenting sponsor, of course, is Mystery Tackle Box. We're also brought to you by Flambo, Liquid Mayhem. It's an amazing scent. Hobie Kayaks, TH Marine, the maker of amazing boat products, uh, whether you have a John boat or a bass boat. The Bass University. Pete, you know a little bit about BU. Try bring, bring try BU. Yep, try BU promotion. Ten free days. Brought to you by Real Snot. You want longer cast? Try that Real Snot. Brought to you by Line Cutters. Uh, Line Cutters is an amazing product. Also want to sh- send a shout-out to Line Cutters. I know they they reached their goal right back, and they've got the, yeah. the, 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 uh, the Kickstarter line. Kickstarter campaign the Kickstarter for, for campaign. their Zipper Pole. Yep. Zipper Pole is going to be coming out real soon. Um, Line Cutters is a great product. I'm wearing mine today. Yes. I am too. Yes. Uh, also brought to you by uh, I mentioned sure Tackle Warehouse. Great uh, pr- pr- provider of product all over the place. Uh, Traeger Grills, Pete Lusick, another great new sponsor of Ike Live. We had some amazing potatoes and chicken tonight. And final, last but not least. Yeah, mine was an hour and 15 minutes cold. Yeah, last but not least, let me give a shout-out to our, our uh, beverage sponsors tonight. Yards Brewery over in Philadelphia. We're drinking the Philadelphia Pale Ale in the can. That's how I like it, in the can. And also, <laughs> LGBT, what? LGBT, whatever. Carry on. And, and uh, also, uh, Beck, you want to give a shout out to Cutwater. Um, Cutwater Spirits. Cutwater Spirits. Good. Pre- pre-mixed cocktails Dude. in a can. How, how are they, Beck? There looks like there's they're a so couple good. empties over there on they're your so tray. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't look they're at so my good. Table. I, is it? They're is it? So good. Does Cutwater? I mean, are they not making the perfect product? Like, dude, you don't have to worry about mixing it. It's amazing. You just pop the can. There it goes. Shout out to those guys for providing some uh, some beverages. You don't awesome. have to buy the soda and the spirit. It's in the can. It's you in the can. That's right. The box. It's Excellent. so easy. Pete, you could ask them if they have a, a fake coffee cup that like, <laughs> like you've been using all these years. <laughs> like so where are, are I, I want to say I'm trying this the vodka uh, with soda water with the, the grapefruit flavor. <laughs> they make that. What's that margarita one? Uh, the mar. I. Uh, it's like a margarita. It's like a margarita in yeah. a can. In a can, yeah. It's unreal. It was like happiness. Oh, it's pretty good. So good. Don't we have a supply of those around the show tonight? We need more of those. I drank them all. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mike, Ace, Ace, a.k.a. Rick, says bass, B-A-S-S, equals bass anglers say sayonara. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Hey, listen, can I say something really happy? Sure. We have some friends of the show that I saw on social media have some amazing good news. Carl Jockinson and Kayla are yes. engaged. Engaged! Wow. wow. Shout out to Carl. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations, guys. Happy for you. Man, it's awesome. Absolutely. We believe in marriage here. Yeah. We like to do it every year. Uh, they are really, though, they're, aren't they like the poster couple? Yeah. Like, I swear, like, they're happy. They're good-looking people. I they're know. living their dream. Yep. They live out of a camper. I mean, like, they got the life, man. It's where, awesome. And where, where, where's Carl fishing? Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. As far as I know, FLW, but maybe we can ask Bill that. And when the camper door closes, throat punches for everyone, dude. Come right. on. Right. Throat you know what punches. I mean? It's just like the rest of us. Well, 
That's right. I don't know. They're not, they're not have <laughs> they, Dave's saying, Dave saying the dream that we are all looking at is not true. But I want to believe it's true. I want to believe. Yeah. We've never throat punched each other. Oh, stop. <laughs> when we're awake. All right, Bill Taylor's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough, enough talk about uh, about this stuff. Uh, uh, Pete, I'm stoked uh, to have this guy on, uh, and, and and I said it earlier, man. Um, my beginnings are uh, early beginnings are with FLW, the old Redmans, the, the Red BFLs, Man, yeah. I, and I, I'm going to talk to Bill about this, but I'm excited to have him on the show. Super pumped up to have him on Ike Live for the first time, and and really value his opinion about what's going on in the sport right now and uh joining us live via phone uh so happy to have him on the director of tournament operations for flw outdoors the one and only bill taylor everybody bill yes sir how you doing tonight i'm doing well gentlemen and thank you for having me on I've uh, been wanting to get on your show. You never have to call me back. You invited me on, but I'm, I'm on now. Man. <laughs> I, I, this has been long overdue, and I apologize for not having you on sooner. It took, like, the end of the world in the sport of professional fishing to get you here, but I, I'm so glad to have you on. Well, thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Bill. You know, I, I, I'm not sure that's true, Bill, because... My recollection is we've had you on a few times. That's not the real Bill Taylor. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been on a couple of times, Mr. Girl Swindle, and uh, obviously uh, Luke Duncan, you know. Oh, I, I, I was duped. Well, no, it's my pleasure. I, I, I really do appreciate you very much. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, fishing's been a big part of my life, Michael, and Pete, as you well know. And matter of fact, Michael, I've got a report here from a uh, catch. In 1995, from Kerr Lake in an old BFL regional, and I fished in that event, and that was the first time I'd come in contact with you. And believe it or not, believe it or not, I beat you. Ah, yes! <laughs> yes! Now, folks, listen, listen to this one. Still active in fishing today, that we're in this tournament at Kerr Lake, BFL regional over there. My friend Keith Munson from Bergen, Kentucky, won that event. He's still fishing. But I go down the line, I see Marty Stone's name. David uh, Wright, who's now the all-time leader in the BFL wins. David Walker, who's still uh, uh, fishing as a professional, one that I introduced to fishing. Then I was in that event, finished 14th. And right on down the line, Big Fat Alero, Bill Chapman, who's very active in the sport. I go down to 33rd place, and there's Michael Iconelli. (laughs) Wow. And it was a pleasure, Michael, uh, knowing that I fished in an event with you. And uh, not that I, I beat you, I shouldn't have done that. But, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a highlight of my career, I guess. Oh, man. I, I, I tell you, just, just talking about it, Bill, brings back so many memories. And, you know, I think everybody watching tonight and listening have those memories, you know. And we talked about it earlier with Bass, but the same as with the FLW uh, organization. Uh, for me, my start, Pete, with BFLs, with the old Red Man tournaments, was so critical to where I am today. You know, you, you look back at it, and those tournaments, Bill, like you're talking about, if I didn't fish those events, if I didn't cut my teeth there, I, would, I can tell you flat out, I would never, ever be here today. So I can't thank you and, and the FLW organization enough for providing those paths. And it's not just me. I mean, if you look at it, dude, how many amazing names, Pete, have have come through the ranks with with FLW? Uh, 
Jay Yellis, Joe Thomas, George Cochran, Nick's, the Nixons, the, the you know these guys that have cut their teeth through FLW. It's 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 unbelievable. The re- the Red Man and now BFL tournaments are all over the country. Yes, they're available to all of us, and every single one of us is has fished that tournament trail at one point or another. Yeah, and it's it's great to have that opportunity. I mean, it's, I. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, but you the FLW is the biggest tournament participation organization out there. And, and we're proud of that fact. And obviously, we do have uh, some big names within the sport today that started out. Shaw Greasy was one of our first $100,000 winners, yeah. and he's still active. And Rick Klum won a BFL All-American years ago. And uh, it goes on down the line. Clark Wendlick made a hero out of himself uh, with FLW, former All-American champion. And uh, it goes on and on and on and jump-started a many a career. I look sometimes, guys, at the uh, elite uh, series um, rosters and the other tournament trails out there, and it seems like I've been associated with a minimum of 80% of every pro in the sport today. And most of them started at FLW, and we take a lot of pride in, in uh and been able to say that. We do over 200 events a year nationwide. Uh, we're international now with, uh, I think, about 10 different uh, nations involved in the FLW international program. Very proud of that. So uh, FLW is a good company. I'm very proud that I've ever even been a part of it as an angler, but now as a manager, uh, my life has been fulfilled by fishing, and FLW has been a big part of it. Why? Let, let me let me ask you why why has FLW and the BFLs and the tour why why has it been such it's been the training ground really for the 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 cream of the crop in professional fishing what why, why is that well, Bill thought, why is FLW well, I, think, I think that we were founded on that premise and then when Mr Jacobs took over and uh, uh, bought the FL or the old Operation Bass renamed it the FLW began the FLW tour, uh, that even solidified our uh, our business model. And his ingenious of uh, using the Ranger Boat Factory and their company that he purchased and owned uh, as a tournament organization to help move product. Uh, he was one of the first people to come up with the raft boats. He was the guy that put us in jerseys. So uh, a lot of history with Mr. Jacobs and certainly with our leadership now with Kathy Fennell. As operation president, along with Trish Bright, that's Irwin's daughter, uh, heads up our marketing team as president there. We feel like we've got good leadership at the top, and uh, we've got certainly got some of the best employees in the world, and all of our tournament directors are in-house. Uh, they're dedicated to what they do. They love it. Uh, they live it, and uh, uh, just a great company. Of all the companies that have been out there, tournaments that I've participated in, Bill, the I gotta say the FLW is leading the way in how they treat their anglers. I'd agree with that. Um, you know, from a you know a customer service perspective, yeah. uh, just always being there, always being accommodating. Um, you know, I, I've always appreciated that, and yeah. and you notice the difference when you're fishing an FLW tournament. I'd agree with that. I'd agree, big time. Well, I certainly appreciate that. I think uh, I can speak on behalf of Kathy, Kathy Fennell, who has done everything at FLW that's uh, from bookkeeping to answering the telephone and her customer service ideas and her love for employees and the anglers themselves are second to none and she's instilled 
that in all of us. And that's part of what we do. And uh, I get tickled sometimes, Michael and Pete. Somebody will have a, a call me at, at the office, and they'll say, hey, I can't even believe that you're actually answering the phone. So, uh, But we return all the calls. We answer all of our emails. We take a lot of pride in that. And uh, it's just a phenomenal deal to be a part of the sport to this day and time. And we're really excited with all the things that's happening now. That's awesome. I, that's a great segue, Bill. And and I know it seems like we, we keep mentioning the last two or three weeks, it seems like to some degree uh, a big disruption in the sport. But on the front side of that, you guys have, have really uh, you, you, you've launched some new and improved format format changes for the tour. And, and this really, it, it was on the front side of sort of all this disruption. You want to talk about some of those positive changes that FLW is doing in, in the format for 2019? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's been an ongoing process all year. Um, Kathy Fennell and Dave Washburn, and along with Trish Blake and uh, a panel, a group of panel that we had of our anglers, they've been all season last year in 2018. They they worked hot, hand in hand with what we needed to do, what we should do, what would be best for FLW, our pros. And uh, one of those things that come from that was uh, uh, the elimination of the co-anger at the uh, top level of the, uh, the uh, pro sport. Yeah. And I think that uh, with that being done. Um, and allowed our anglers to uh, be able to be there and get all the promotional material they deserve. Uh, it allowed those guys to not have to worry about someone else in the boat with them competing against them. And so uh, that, that brought on a lot of excitement there in itself. Uh, uh, we elected to go ahead and uh, come up with a very strict uh, qualifying uh, format, which would be effective in 2020. Uh, the guys this year getting in are coming in under a priority system, and that's to be the last year for that. Yeah. So we're really excited. My phone's been ringing off the wall. We've got a lot of new faces wanting to enter. Uh, we've got a, obviously going to lose a few of those good guys. We generally lose some. We gain some. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we don't want to lose anyone, but uh, uh, we're set up pretty good right now, and uh, hopefully we'll have full fields uh, without any issue this year. But very excited about it all. Uh, that that's awesome. I I thought I I'll be honest, Bill. I thought when you guys announced the no co anglers, I really felt like that was a big step for FLW. I felt like, you know, at the time that was a big move and a positive move for FLW. But then it's like all this mess happened. And has 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 there been any thought or regret in eliminating co anglers now that? sort of this big cloud has moved through, or is it just straight and steady with the plan? Oh, no, it's straight and steady with the plan. Uh, we haven't had second thoughts about that at any time. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, we had rumors coming in about the MLF, Major League Fishing, just uh, in and out of ICAST, uh, the rumors started flying there, and uh, I talked to a lot of our pros, and they were hearing the same thing, and obviously... I was getting calls from some of the Bassmaster Elite pros wondering what we were going to do. And, and so I'm excited about it. I think there's room for all three uh, organizations. Yeah. It'll take a little bit of footwork for all of us yeah. to gain their ground and uh, get strong. And uh, uh, we need to do one thing, guys. We need to build a sport yes. by simply uh, being positive about everything that we do. 
we need our uh, internet editors and our writers and people that uh, talk about our sport to say good things about the sport, whether it's MLF or Bassmasters or FLW. We need to uh, make people aware of the fact that this is a good, wholesome sport. It's a family sport. It's something that uh, anyone can do from a teenager on up to 80 years old. And uh, as long as we do that, and uh, we'll all succeed. Gotcha. I, I, I'm looking at um, a couple of big names here that 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 are going over to the MLF. Andy Morgan, Scott Suggs, uh, Zach Birds, Justin Atkins, um, Cody Meyer. Um, I mean, that's kind of a that's kind of a gut shot. That's gotta that's gotta impact you guys. How 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 are you guys dealing with that or responding to that kind of scenario where you're getting that MLF movement? We're losing anglers. However, we have never held anyone back. We've always offered our support once they've left, whether it went to the elites or uh, retired or whatever they decided to do. Yes, we lost some good sticks there. There's no doubt about it. But we've got a lot of good anglers, Michael and Pete. Uh, both of you guys are pissed against the competition of TFL Bogan, second to none. Uh, and uh, proof of pudding, Brian Priest ranked number one in the, na- in the world. He's still going to fish with the FLW. We've got Scott Martin. Um, everybody knows he's probably one of the hardest workers in the sport, yeah. making a gigantic living at it. So uh, we've got a lot of good help. Uh, got a lot of good young anglers coming up. I hate to lose Justin Atkins, but forever Justin Atkins out there. You've got people like uh, Patrick Walters that's uh, just fresh out of college. We've got Brandon Cobb. We've got several college uh, pros that's, it's really going to be superstars. Yeah. We got a little guy up in Wisconsin. His name is Cody Hyman. Look out for him. Uh, this guy's going to be the real deal. Uh, so we build, we build, we build their brands and help them along, and uh, they learn the trade. And uh, uh, Andy Morgan can never be replaced. He's like KVD. Uh, uh, to me, Andy's my idol. I fished against him when he was 16 years old. He beat me like a drum. He beats everybody like a drum. And He's been one of my favorite anglers since I was fishing tournaments years ago. But, yeah, it hurts. But it is what it is. It's a business deal. And I admire the guys for making those decisions. And each one of them called Bill Taylor and Kathy Pennell and said, hey, thank you for what you did for us, and we wish them the best. Wow, that's 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 great to hear. That's important. And, and I'll tell you, the, the thing that you said, Bill, a second ago that I want to go back to is, is growing the sport. And I love the fact, you know, that, with three circuits, FLWs continuing to do their thing, you've got new blood coming in, new opportunities for new guys to come in and grow their brand and be a, a true touring angler. I love that. I, 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 that growing the sport has to be the, the the prize, right? It has to be the top prize for everybody, whether you're an angler or a tournament organization or a sponsor. Growing the sport has to be number one. I, I, I want to hit you with this, Bill, just because I think it's – it's so interesting, and I really feel like over the years it's always been the mentality at FLW, and I and I like it, and I just I want to I want to pick your brain about the the you know the behind the scenes on this and and why you guys do this, but you know like ML MLF has launched and they're all this new stuff and and payouts and change and Bass then sort of had to respond. And they changed things and shuffled things and added payout and and changed. 
and and you really you guys have really kept your ground, you know. And and Pete and I talked about it before you came on. It, it, you've been FLW organization has been steady, Eddie, very steady and solid, and just staying one level and not really going crazy and changing. Talk to me a little bit about that strategy. Uh, go back to the fact that we've got so many other circuits out there, guys. Uh, yeah. You know, we being in high school and college, or college fishing part of it is a, is a huge thing. We feel like we've got the best deal out there. Uh, obviously, uh, we've got the more, more events than anyone in college. Uh, we uh, pay more money out for those kids in scholarship dollars. Uh, we bring along a, a, a Coastal Series with the FLW Series. Uh, second to none with the no injury championship with chances to go to the cup from there, uh, to work their way into the FLW tour. And our process from the BFL to the Coastal Series and right on up to the tour is just a perfect business model for FLW and it's worked for us. And, and right. hopefully and pray that through hard work from all of our staff and our angler support that uh, we'll continue to survive and, and do well in this industry. Gotcha. Well, you definitely do a great job with the college kids. I know, um, you know, a lot of the people that I talk to and deal with, you know, express that, that you guys are doing great work with the kids, and, and that's that's definitely to be applauded. And uh, I'm a, what what are your plans in that arena? Are you expanding in that area, 19, or where are you guys going with the college or even high school programs? Well, we're changing up a little bit. Yes, we're doing some things there with the college. Those uh, anglers will be able now. We'll take two from the college championship. Both the uh, competitors in those boats would would make the make the cup. So uh, that's a big deal though, to make the FL go W Cup. Um, we're giving them a little bit more opportunity. For instance, at the FL All American, we're going to live stream that live uh, on the water coverage, much like the tour. We'll be doing the same thing for the championship events uh, going forward for the. Uh, Coastal Series, uh, our on-the-water live, I feel like, is second to none uh, at this point in time. Our producer of the, all of that is uh, working with Jesse Schultz along with Peyote Perman, and we got our own in-house studio. Uh, we feel like that we're going to grow the college and, and all of our anglers do that. So uh, with, I, think, I think for the entire industry and our business, Michael, and I think you and Pete both agree, on-the-water live coverage is where it's at right now. And uh, We've got to spend money and, and invest in that, and I think our sport will continue to grow in that way. Yeah. Uh, I know we've got tons of uh, questions and comments coming in from our IM, Bill. What do we got, Dave? Sure. All right. So, uh, hey, Bill, this is Dave. So, Bill. Hey, Dave. Hey, hello. <laughs> yeah. Dave, Dave the Bill here. So, listen, we have um, the overwhelming amount of comments that have come in with you being on is BFL level level anglers. Very, very upset with the, the the raise of the entry fees, and the overwhelming question is, did they get their fees jacked up to A, compensate for the departure of the co-anglers, or B, to try to keep pros from defecting? Well, there's a lot of uh, questions that's going to be asked about um, uh, our program at the BFL level, but what people thought reading is the entirety of that. For us to be sustainable through the uh, business model and get our move forward for 2020 uh, and doing without the co-owners, so there is a combination to all that, okay? But in, in, in retrospect, they need to look, and people need to look entirely at the new program 
which would include uh, more opportunities to go into the uh, Cup out of the BFL All-American. They'll go on into the uh, Coastal Series Championship uh, like that. So there's a lot of a lot of opportunities involved in that. We'll also be doing some social media uh, work uh, at each BFL, doing some live over our social media uh, networking system. So uh, there's a lot of things that's going to be involved that really hadn't been talked about yet, but uh, to move that, that part of a puzzle forward. So I'm sure there is some questions out there. Entry fees have increased, um, but we still have more championship, no entry fee championship events than any other organization out there. And uh, it takes money. Uh, as everyone knows, uh, expenses have went up over the years. Um, uh, entry fees have increased. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, sometimes you can't increase uh, payouts, even though you do increase uh, uh, entry fees. Uh, but the uh, bottom line is, is we offer one of the best, if not the best product out there, top to bottom. And to do that platform straight across the board, uh, it requires uh, additional income. So uh, uh, I'm sure there's guys out there and ladies that are uh, disappointed, and I'm sure there's people that says, hey, that's a great deal. Anyhow, I'm going to do it, and we pray and hope that uh, everybody continues to support us. All right, Dave to Bill. I, I have a question. So I was someone who formerly competed as both a boater and non-boater in, in your organization. If you could, If you could rewind time, and had the ability to see what's going on now, would you have still would you would you have still eliminated the co anglers from the whole process? Okay. Uh, when we went to the uh, no co anglers, and, I, and I, first off, I want to make sure that everybody understands and knows that Bill Taylor was and is a huge fan, and, a, and, a, and a, I've stood behind the co anglers since day one. I was one of the guys that recommended we do that uh, within our organization early on at the BFL level. So uh, I was there when it started. But anyhow, um, I don't think we'd have changed anything because we see that it's uh, the live streaming uh, and on-the-water coverage of our pro anglers. It's harder to do with those pros in the boat. The opportunity to get their brand out there with marshals uh, uh, obviously was Started by BASS and the Elite Series, and it's a it's a program that works. So, uh, to answer your question, no, I don't think we'd have done anything differently. And Bill Brian, the Carpenter's Ghost, wants to know what do we have to do to get Gator BFLs off of Okeechobee? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Lighten it up a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I better let some of the guys at uh, uh, down at Okeechobee answer that. So. <laughs> Well, uh, but no, uh, you know, Okeechobee's a great fishery, and to answer that question, and I get asked some of that. Now, I think, uh, you know, I like to break it up. I, I know we go up to Lake Toho, Kissimmee, but obviously, uh, the Okeechobee is a good draw for us. I'm not going to sit there and say it any other way. Uh, you've got to go where your best draws are for any event. Uh, uh, obviously, numbers are, are important uh, to our sponsors, and uh, we fill those fields up down there, and... Uh, uh, it's a good venue. We're treated well as a company, or the anglers are treated well. So I think we'll continue to go to Okeechobee, yes, but we do need to go up to Camp Mac or uh, Toho or wherever occasionally. And I, I, I fell in love with the Harris chain up by myself, too. So. Yeah. Uh, Bill, to. Uh, yeah, Bill, uh, we're, you know, you guys at FLW are holding, you know, 
strong or steady in the face of all these changes. But, uh, you know, it's been, you know, rumored and uh, that the anglers uh, see all the other tournaments making big changes and yeah. financial changes. And, and um, you know, they I've, I've heard that there's a letter circulating around that's signed by 80 or 90 of the anglers um, expressing some of their concerns with, with the FLW. Um, I guess I'd just like you to, to address that. Is, is that the case? And, and, uh, and how are you guys handling that situation? Question, and I respect that very much. And uh, to answer your question, you know, they sent us a proposal of some things that uh, they were concerned with, uh, one of them being uh, early entry dates, uh, which uh, uh, were created basically uh, due to the fact that uh, we started the season a little bit earlier in the way the holidays fell. And so we, uh, but we have, uh, and I always will listen to our anglers. I, I'll say that in all honesty, uh, whether it was through a petition-type proposal from our anglers or whether a guy calls me and Kathy or whomever and, and asks that we try to do this or do that, we try to listen to everyone. Uh, when it comes to the payout part, yes, we increased the uh, entry fees, but, but uh, the bottom line is we, we increased the payout. Uh, as well at each event. Now, uh, is it substantial? Uh, no, it isn't. But it is uh, up toward about $50,000 more uh, per event than we've had paid in the past at the tour level. Okay? Uh, with that being said, uh, we did react to some uh, of the uh, proposed uh, questions that the panel or the uh, petitioners uh, put toward us. Uh, obviously, Kathy and Trish and Dave Washburn, along with other uh, staff members uh, uh, took this very serious, as we always do. And uh, we listened to our panel guys on the panel, and we have made some adjustments, and we'll probably uh, make a few more. I think we're going to go ahead and, and uh, lower our um, deposits by just over a thousand dollars, but uh, that'll change our uh, 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 process of accepting the final uh, balances for the year. Our payment schedule, I'm sorry, I need to refer to it, uh, as to where the last two events would be paid in full. But, yes, we listen to our anglers. Sometimes we can work on it, and sometimes we can't. Yeah. But that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, now, going forward, uh, we have to have a plan that uh, can, uh, we can uh, make sure that we can do what we say we do. So 2020, this is a transition year for us, and most of our pros understand that or realize it through our panel meetings all year. So, uh, you know, we do have some work to do, but we've got long-term plans that will call for increased payouts when we reduce the field to 150 max uh, going forward in 2020. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, I I heard something there, Bill, that I, I just want to echo that, that again, I, I like, and I and I do want to call you to the plate on something. Um, you mentioned that you listen to the anglers, and I think that's so important, you know, for a, a league to do. It's so important to listen to your anglers. And I don't know if you listened earlier in the show, but in the last two or three weeks, there's really been this this amazing, I want to call it a, a bonding of all professional anglers. Uh, I, I've never seen it, Bill. In the 20 years I've been involved, I've never felt it like this. Um, anglers from MLF, anglers from BASS, anglers from FLW, all coming together on on common grounds and and emailing each other and calling each other and and 
bonding as a group of full-time professional touring anglers. It, it's so awesome to see it and, and be a part of it. Um, I, I, I guess, and, and we asked this to Dave Practic Bass, and I, I feel obligated to ask, ask it to you, Bill, uh, with FLW. If an organization of full-time touring professional anglers was created that was above and beyond the organization, would would FLW recognize that group of professionals? Well, I'm sure that we would. I, I can't answer 100% on that. However, I, I do know this. I do know this. Uh, we're in it for the long haul, and uh, we respect what the MLF is doing, but we've always respected Bassmasters and the Elite Series and what they do. Uh, we have nothing good, uh, bad to say about either organization. We want enough people out there know that we want to work with uh, the other two organizations with scheduling processes. Uh, I'm like you. Uh, I, I noticed the bonding. I, I probably talk to more pro anglers than anyone in the business, to be honest with you, including most editors for Internet and who, whoever, whether it's Jason Seelock and his team there, Wired the Fish, or whomever it is. I, I've talked to many, many professional anglers from all over. And I've never seen this kind of uh, 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 bonding, as you called it. Yeah. Now, I, at one time, for those that don't know, I worked at United Parcel Service for 30 years, and we saw that within that company, and that company was extremely successful. But that's the way the employees were at those company, at that company, and I see that from our professional anglers. And I, I really, re- I got so much respect for every one of you guys. You would not believe. Uh, how how important you guys have been to my livelihood, especially in obviously FLW. Yeah, well that that that's that's great to hear that you guys would consider you know recognizing a a body of professional touring anglers above and beyond the the tour organization itself. That's that's great to hear, uh, Pete. I know we've talked about it a million times. I I think that's the future of the sport. I think that's the you know the success of this sport hinges. On, on the organization recognizing the, the body of anglers, you and, know? and the anglers having a singular voice, right? Anglers having some sort of singular voice that's recognized by the tournament organizations that are competing. I think within. it's important. I think that's that's huge, and uh, you know, and I appreciate that 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 you're open to that, Bill. Um, and I, I, you know, I noticed when, you know, to get back to this MLF situation, yeah. Um, when they put their invites out, they were heavy on the BASS side. Weren't you pissed off about that, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. And, and obviously, uh, you know, obviously, as I've said earlier, you know, I don't, I don't, I, we hate to lose any of our anglers, whether it's through sickness, whether it's through uh, just uh, displeasure and whether they're at or whatever it might be, whether they move to another organization. But we respect everyone's decisions. And, and you know, uh, you got to put yourself in their spot. How would I react when I go home and I spent five, fifteen thousand dollars trying to win uh, thirty, and I go home and have to tell my wife that I lost two fish and, and it cost me twenty grand? Or, you know, I mean, I've been there and done it all. So we respect those anglers. You guys have got to. But now I want to make sure that everybody out there understands this too, guys. And you know, we've got a lot of pros at the FLW tour that makes good living at, at the industry and and it's not necessarily about tournament winnings it's how hard they work uh and get out there and they uh, you know 
And Michael, you're a good example of how hard you guys work outside the fishing part of it, and I'm talking about the comp- uh, competition part. Yeah, you've got to you've got to get out and work. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a, as a professional fisherman or as a professional athlete of any sort or a, a manager of a small company. If you don't work hard, you don't reward it, and you don't work, get the rewards that you deserve sometimes. So uh, it's all about hard work and dedication. Yep, I agree with that. Dave, you have a couple more items coming through. Copy that, uh, Dave DeBell. So we have you're speaking of pro anglers. You mentioned speaking to them, and Dan wants to know in the vacuum of anglers that have fled to MLF, have you uh, invited the Googans to fish the FLW? <laughs> <laughs> I call Rings daily, and that's a you know I, I respect that question. Uh, you know, for it, it's, it's one of those deals where. I keep a record of every call I get, and I write their name down with an address and an email or a, a phone number, and I know exactly who's interested in fishing what circuit. And if I look and I see that those people have not entered an event, hey, I pick up a phone, I text them and say, hey, I thought you was going to enter. Or I'll uh, call them back and see what's going on that they can't fish, and I'll invite them to fish the BFL. So. So I, I'm, I'm a guy that sits there on my computer and at the telephone and I take all the calls I can take and I'll make as many as I have to make to try to recruit people to fish because I, I always wanted someone to call me and say, hey, Bill, we got a tournament down here. Come on down and fish. So uh, I understand that process. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. You got another one, Dave, because I did have something too if you don't have Go ahead, one. Mike. Okay. Uh, uh, Bill, this one's come up. I'm, I've been monitoring our – Ike Live social media a little bit, and this one has come up several times, and it's interesting. And I, 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 I'd, I'd be, I, I have to ask it. I, I can't ignore this one. You know, FLW really has evolved and changed its format of making anglers get in sponsor boats and forcing anglers to wear sponsor jerseys. You know, the model at FLW. Seems like it's changed and advanced in the, in time past that. What are your feelings now that MLF has sort of reverted back to that, where you know now Major League Fishing is in in their cup events are, are forcing guys to fish out of boats that aren't theirs and are are requiring guys to wear jerseys with sponsors that aren't their sponsors. What what what's your take on that, Bill? Well, believe it or not, now obviously we we talked amongst ourselves at FLW about that very thing. Yeah. Now, as I said, we were the first to come up with Mr. Jacobs' idea of the route folks and uh, the jerseys and and the thank you colors and all that. And but we listened to our anglers. Our anglers said, "Hey, we want to use our own boat. Uh, it's uncomfortable getting in a strange boat." Yeah. Uh, and it is. I can't get in my best buddy's boat and, and feel comfortable. And it'd be the same model and the same thing I've got. Uh, you may have to have went from an Evanru to a Mercury or from a Mercury to a Yamaha or whatever. So it did create some issues. And then the exclusivity on the jerseys, uh, that held us back a little bit, uh, we feel like. And uh, once we let some of that loose, and now we've got just a small number of uh, exclusive sponsors, uh, it allows our anglers to brand themselves a little more yeah. and to uh, promote themselves uh, through their own wraps and their own jerseys. 
So I think it's been a win for Elfeldo, to be honest with you. And I, I wish that uh, and hope the best for the Major League uh, Fishing Anglers. I know that uh, I've noticed that the first thing off, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I'd rather not say anything negative about what they're doing. It was a good thing that worked for us for a long time. I hope it works for MLF. I mean, at, at Major League Fishing, uh, you know, uh, they they do things a little bit different than we did, but uh, obviously with that part of the process. But uh, still, you know. Uh, we have mentioned that amongst ourselves, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It, it, it just seems, to, to me, Pete, and I'd love to get your opinion on it, Pete, it's baffling to me that, you know, anglers fought for so many years to be yeah. in their, their own boats and their own jerseys, and now you've got 80 of the best marquee fishermen in the world that have jumped on to this go, almost reverting back in time. Well, we're going to be talking to... Boyd about that exact thing. Yeah, and we'll we'll certainly pose the question to him. But you know, the, I'm I'm like you. I'm baffled by this. You know, why is it, so? The only re, the only thing I can you know rationalize, and and I'm, we're going to talk to Boyd about yeah. it. But it, it's just for the owners of the MLF, which are the anglers, it's a better business decision from a sponsorship perspective for them to be operating in this fashion. That's yeah. the only way. That's the only way you can rationalize it because. On the outside looking in, it looks like we're reverting. Yeah. It looks like we're going back, yeah. not forward. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that certainly is his, is his outward appearance. But we'll certainly talk to Boyd about it. And, I, you know, Bill, just a comment. I noticed you were talking about people getting their start in the FLW and, and some of their big wins. And and I, and I if, if you could take a minute and talk about my wins on the Hudson River and Lake Champlain <laughs> with the FLW, that, that would be great. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I, I think I handed Peter a pretty good check of the Champlain, and I know I've handed you multiple good checks, Michael Arcanelli. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I've, I've had some good ones over the years. Very uh, good ones. <laughs> really good ones. Uh, I, I, Bill, I can't thank you enough for joining us, and I, I want to really I wanna end this with a, a question that is so important to a lot of people listening. And 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 we've got uh, we've got guys listening that are new to FLW that this will be their first year fishing, whether it's a BFL or or another event. We've got guys that have fished with you for 30 years listening to the show tonight, and I know a lot of them have this same question. And wh- Bill, where where does FLW see themselves? Where do you see yourselves in say five years? You know, a lot of, a lot of people talk in terms of one or two or three, but give us a five-year plan uh, uh, of where FLW will be. Well, honestly, Ed, I think that's an excellent question, Michael. Uh, I think we're going to be in really good shape. Uh, and, and the one thing that we do have, obviously, is the total package. And that's, as we talked earlier, from the high school right on up to the BFL, right on up to the tour, and our business model being what it is, with our leadership is what it is, and our employees, we're going to come out just fine in this industry. You know, we we, we went through the hard times, you know, with the fall of the economy. Uh, we lost a major sponsor during that time frame that really, really set us back a little bit. But since then, we've uh, made a big turnaround. We're in good shape financially. Uh, our leadership is second to none. I, I, I just love the people that are above us and tell us what we need to do to make this thing go. I think in five years you'll see us 
uh, ranked right amongst the best in the industry and go down in history has been an organization that's uh, been true to their uh, anglers and their customers and will continue to always, always show the customer service that we've always shown. So I, I, think, I feel good about it. I really do. That's awesome answer. Uh, Dave, I know you have, you have one last thing for Bill. What do you we got? do. Let's have some fun with Bill because I, I know Bill, but Bill, you don't remember me, and I know you're a fun guy. So I have a question for oh, you. Oh, okay. All right? Fun with Bill. Okay. So, Bill, I'm going to present you three names. And of those three names, you have to tell me which one you would A, hire, B, fish with, or C, murder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a weird game. I like okay. That. First off, let's start with one eyes murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you murder A, Pete Gluzek, B, all right, would you murder A, Pete Gluzek, B, Pat Renwick of Straycasts, or C, Fat Cat Newton of Fat Cat Newton? <laughs> well, I think none of the above. I'd probably start with my old friend Luke Duncan because he's most the so I'm going to put him up there. Luke Duncan. All right, then. Who would you hire? We won't say A, Pete Gluzek, because you already passed on him before. <laughs> so would you hire B, Pat Renwick of Stray Kiss, or C, Fat Cat Newton of Fat Cat Newton? <laughs> well, Fat Cat's a good one. But I, I'll tell you who I'd probably hire, to be honest with you. Okay? I'd probably hire Scott Martin. <laughs> I like that he's not following the rules. I like but, this. But, Bill, if you would follow the IM, there's a literally 200 <laughs> rips on you with Scott Martin, dude. <laughs> well, that's okay. If everyone knew the true Scott Martin, they would never sell. Bad word about the guy. So then he's I guess... I guess I guess that's the hardest worker in the industry. All right, so then to end Brian the Carpenter's game, I guess that leaves you fishing with Pat Renwick of Straycasts. Ding, 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 That's the game. Wait, Bill should pick who he's fishing with. He picked everybody else who wasn't part of the game. I know, you should pick who you want to fish with. That's only right. Well, to be honest with you, probably before I pass and before I retire. I'd like to go to uh, Lake Champlain and fish with one of the Johnson brothers out of uh, out of Canada. Oh, that's and I a good think answer. They, they would take me. Pete was good answer. Thought, uh, thought you were going to say him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw know, small Pete, wins. Pete, uh, I begged Pete to fish the uh, FLW tour with us that he won up there, and I thought he was going to come aboard, but he's busy with the Bass University and uh, all that good stuff. <laughs> so anyhow, you'll see me from time hey, to time. I but. really appreciate the opportunity, folks, and uh, great job, Ike, and good luck in MLFF. I see you haven't announced yet uh, what you're going to do. I'm hoping you uh, come over to MLFF. It's definitely an option if you can get, watch the rest of the show, because I can tell you it's going to be a shocker, Bill. So uh, keep watching to the end. Yeah. Got a spot at MLFF if you want to come over. I can get you in on a sponsor. Uh, exemption. So uh, we'd like to have you over here. Well, you okay? know that the, the FLW. I, I can tell you the FLW championship is one thing I don't have on my resume. I have a second place in that thing, and I'd I'd love to I'd love to win that thing. So you may see well, me over there sooner or later. So if you go, I'll I go. Hope we do. All right. Bill, I can't thank you <laughs> enough for... Hey, again, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. My pleasure.
Thank you folks for listening. Bill Taylor, everybody. Yes. I was hoping he was going to pick me for sampling. Yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it on your face. The Johnson brothers are, are, are a lot younger, though, Pete. Dude, they're they're killers. They're killers. Up they're smallmouth killers. Oh, my gosh. They're smallmouth killers. Both hey, of them hey, in the top my, ten yeah. all the time. Mike, Dave, what do we got? Craven Moorhead <laughs> wants to know, is it true that Lefebvre will fish the entire BPT season from a float tube? <laughs> <laughs> it may be. It may be. And we forgot to ask Bill about the... Uh, there was a fact that was thrown at us, Brian the Carpenter, uh, and we were supposed to ask Bill, and, and the and the question was... That's great, because we got him back on the line. Oh, we got him back? Yeah, he just called back. Oh, shoot. Bill, are you back? <laughs> yeah, Bill, call it, man. Oh, hey, Bill. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm glad to have you... This is actually perfect timing that you call back, because I had one other question that we had on our oh. note sheet that I forgot to ask you. Is, and is this... I appreciate that, Mike. I really appreciate that. Y'all let me call back in. I don't know who that guy was calling him, but I am the real Bill Taylor. Real, <laughs> real Bill Taylor, right? Oh, this is the... You're, wait a minute. You're telling me the other guy wasn't the real Bill Taylor? What I'm telling you was, would the real Bill Taylor please stand up? Please stand up. <laughs> I am Bill Taylor. I am Bill Taylor. <laughs> All right, hold on. So, so this... Right now, this who I have on now is the real Bill Taylor. Yes, sir, absolutely. I manage that NFLW outdoors. I run a great tournament organization. I, I love Scott Martin and I love Brian Thrift and Andy Morgan the GOAT. He's been shaved, but he's a GOAT. But we have, we have a fine little organization over at NFLW outdoors. And we ain't got nothing against that meal for organization. Nothing at all. But you ain't. You have some questions. I guess it pisses me off. Somebody comes in and says, I mean, <laughs> okay, uh, I, I, let me let me start with the question that we skipped, Bill, real quick. And is true or false? Does Dave Lefevre have the most active number of protests in FLW history? Well, Dave Lefevre, he's hot behind the car, boy. I'll tell you, he'll get he'll get riled up now. He'll get like a damn box of Hornets and a Dr Pepper can. I'll tell you now, he's a good boy. He loves to flip a jig on bread on the tandem wall, but now he'll, he's been known to get in a couple of scuffles. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about Scott Martin, uh, Bill? Oh, I'll tell you what now. i tell you what now, fellas. I'll tell you what now. Scott Martin, he's going to get both number one or two or three in most tournaments, but he's a good kid. Good kid. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't been in the last flight since Moses had animals on the ark, but he's a good kid. <laughs> wow. How about his work ethic? <laughs> oh, it's impeccable, fellas. I mean, impeccable work ethic right there. I mean, ain't nobody work. I mean, the only person out there could be working harder than Scott Martin is David Moses. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how about his smile, Bill? What's a smile do to your heart? It, it makes my heart flutter. Me and Kathy have been a little bit off for some time. We, we talk about it. You know what the thing the smile does. How brightens up for days. An FLW outdoors. We love everybody. Hey, does, Scott does have a nice smile. i got to tell you, he's got, he's got, hey, really, he's got chance. He, he's got some pretty hair, too. I'll tell you, I sometimes try to fix my hair. I don't know if y'all ever notice it on the big way I call my hair like Scott. <laughs> I, I think it does a lot for me. It takes a couple of years off. <laughs> wow. All right, here's here, here's another one that we missed, and I, I think this is real important now that we're talking about these new organizations and them stepping up their game. Uh, Bass has, of course, Mark Zona, 
Tommy Sanders, Dave Mercer. MLF, of course, has Shelly Sanders, a lurch, Marty Stone. Is it true that FLW is bringing on the great Byron Velvick full-time? Well, I'll tell you what. FLW has not most organizations don't. We have Rob Newell, which serves as a woman and a man. <laughs> and you can't hardly beat that, fellas. I mean, we got both packages right there. Uh, I mean, Shelly Sanders is hot, but Rob Newell, he's pretty good at what he does. <laughs> i tell you what. He's got some pretty hair, too. <laughs> We've looked at bringing on some midgets and clowns and stuff like that, but, you know, we feel like Rob brings us to where we need to be most of the time. Hey, hey Bill. Byron's Bill. got a pretty smile. He's got a pretty smile, but, you know, hey. Bill, Bill what do you think about Swindle and Watson being on the same tour? i tell you what they're going to have right there, boys. i got two words for you on that Mills tour. When you put that uh, Watson kid, what is his, what's his title? Uh, worldwide, whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. And that swindle, that guy's smart-ass anyway. But let me tell you what I think. Two words for you, fellas. They better get some mail money over at MLF. <laughs> that's what they better get, some mail money. Because them two boys right there, that's, I can tell you right now, fellas, you won't see them in the first flight. Not narrow time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I have to agree with that statement. I, I tell you, I have to agree with it. Uh, now, Bill, I, I got to tell you, you talk about um, tournament directors, and and you know they're 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 so important to an organization. And when you look at great tournament directors, organizations, I got to throw these names at you. I got to start with you, Bill. Uh, when you're iconic, FLW. A tournament director, the guy that makes the rules, sticks by the rules. When you look at Bass, Absolutely. you got to look at Bass. You have to look at Trip Weldon. Does an amazing yeah. job, has for years. Give us your thoughts on the the tournament director or commissioner, in other words, over at MLF, Don Rux. Well, I tell you what, fellas, for what I do, what I bring to to FLW Outdoors boards, I, I'm a, I'm an enforcer. <laughs> You know, I don't make the rules. I just make you go by them. And that's a lot of, you know, a lot of time I say about Trip Wilden is he, he just makes you go by them. Now that, you know, I don't know on this mill trail who they going to get to run them rules. Hell, I can tell you, boys, they going to need some strict people because I don't know if, uh, I don't know if that Lux dude can keep all them boys in line. I think he's going to have to bring in something. Some type of special enforcer, uh, I can tell you. I, I don't know, you know. There's a lot of riffraff on that tour. <laughs> there is a lot. There's a lot. There's well, there's only there has only been 79 announced right now. So well, ain't that something? I tell you what, them folks is lined up harder than having a two for one sale over at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Bill, what was it that drew all those names to? I tell you what, I think it was that Shelly Sanders or Iconelli. I think everybody just wanted to see if she looked as good out there on that tour. And she didn't purchase it. I don't know. Maybe they just lined up. <laughs> I'm trying to think somebody would be a good term. I think that old Fleet Goosick right there, that old Fleet, uh, I call him Fleet Goosick right there. I think he'd be a good term. He's got a good job out. <laughs> Who's got better hair, Bill? Scott Martin or Pete Gluzek? <laughs> oh, hell. Everybody knows he's got the best hair in a professional fishing. 
Ain't neither one of them dummies. It's, it, it's going to fire by that Pickens guy. I don't know how he does it. Looks like he's got dog poo smeared through that, but it don't ever move. <laughs> Only guy I've ever seen looks as good at wins. He didn't take off, you know. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> I've seen you, Ike. You look like you've been rolled up in cracker crumbs and dipped in peanut butter at and I don't know where you're at when you're today. You know, the man ever grew a beard in three days. I tell you what, I told my wife, I said, if he don't quit growing a beard, don't kill us. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll just be honest. One of the main reasons I've stepped away from FLW, uh, Bill, Pete, I tell you, is the facial hair rule over there always scared me. You know, they always wanted a clean cut shave over there. They had there. a rule over there? They had a rule over there for, you know. You, oh, well. You had to, if, That's a good reason for you to leave because you ain't clean cut with all that ink and that beard. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> We love you over here, Alcanada. We've seen what you've done for the sport. We we love we love everybody out there on this Alcanada show. I tell you, y'all do a great job running that thing. But I mean, there's one thing I can add. I mean, I know we're talking about every organization. You know, what they can do different. I can tell you what I think y'all can do different if you want to just hear it. Well, I'd love to hear it. We love criticism. <laughs> y'all get more of that damn comment on. People ain't got all night to stay up top to you. <laughs> Upgrade the system. Yeah, it's a good comment. Yeah, I mean, think about that. Y'all got one line coming in there. And my grandma had one line. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Carpenter. Carpenter. What kind of name is that for a guy that sits over there nobody ever sees? Carpenter. I ain't never seen him build nothing. Have y'all? We built an organization. He can't even build a workbench. <laughs> Carpenter. <laughs> I'll tell you what, fellas. Appreciate y'all having me on. I got to tell you, if there's anything we can do for y'all out here, we're proud to be a part of it. Uh, we're going to lose a few good names. I hate to see a Wayne and Morgan go. They call him the goat. I call him the sheep when ain't nobody listening, but we're going <laughs> to lose him. We're going to lose that Mark uh, Rose, too. He looks like Pete Rose. He ain't in the Hall of Fame, but he looks like him. We're going to miss him, but if y'all can do anything for you here on this show, y'all feel free to call me. Y'all going to need more than one line. No, I got a lot going on. I've answered phones over here at Kathy. It's a busy office, but we appreciate y'all having me on tonight. I am the real Bill Taylor. Uh, I, I was going to stand up. Is there anything you want to say to the uh, the imposter, Bill Taylor, that keeps calling into our show? Well, you know, you got to fake it till you make it, boys. The first uh, first thing you learn in the big sport like this when you're in a live like, like, like Bill Taylor is, is a lot of people want to act like you. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm the biggest form of flattery. That's what they taught me up here in Kentucky, and i tell you what. And he's a pretty good imposter, but he don't have his pants pulled up as high as I do. That's all I can tell you. I love it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have the real Bill Taylor on. Thank you for That's joining us, awesome. Bill. We appreciate it. Thank you. The real Bill Taylor. I got to go to bed, and I'm just real curious to see what you're going to do. I mean, if you don't want to fish either one of them trails, I'll make you two for one package out here on the BFLs if you want to drop back in. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll consider it. Thank you. You're going to need a lane co anchor, though. I can't just put you in. I know you're big time, but you got to have a co anchor, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I've I've got Pete. <laughs> the real Bill Taylor, everybody! Wow, amazing! Darn it. That's funny because the whole first interview, I thought it was actually the real Bill, 
And then it was the fake one, and now we had the real on after. So many of them. I'm so confused. I wonder if he's going to call in again. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a third one. Uh, let me tell you, Pete, this has been an, an interesting night. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting that FLW really is sort of neutral right now. That's the vibe I got mm-hmm. from him. And it's interesting. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I wonder the longevity of FLW. I wonder if eventually it will be consumed by one of the other organizations. You know, we've 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 mentioned on the show for years that for this sport to really get to the pinnacle, there has to be one organization. I wonder if through all this turmoil, will one grow enough that it has the ability to, to consume the other two? Do you think that'll happen? Man, well, I guess we're going to find out soon enough. But, uh, geez, you know, FLW has been a standalone organization for such a long time. Um, I don't know, you know, I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. You know, we're going to have to wait and see because there's so so many moving parts involved. I would always, I always loved to see, wanted to see the Super Bowl of fishing be like one, you know, teaming up of all these organizations the best of the best right going at it right um that's something that i've always liked to see but i guess it comes down to good business decisions on whether that'll happen yeah you know well, all coming we'll together that's a bit of the future of the sport uh brian carpenter would take a break uh yeah. when we come back listen to me hang in there with us this has been an amazing show uh we're really really flushing it out we've talked to dave preck from bass bill taylor from flw hang in there with us when we come back I know you've been waiting for this guy. I know I have. We're going to be talking to the one and only Boy Duckett about MLF, what's happened, what's happening, and what's going to happen, uh, and talk a little bit about his vision uh, of what MLF wants to do to grow the sport of fishing. It's going to be a great conversation. And don't forget, uh, you're going to see a little promo here in a second as you're waiting for us to come back. It's my brand-new TV show on Nat Geo Wild premiering October 12th, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, called Fish My City. Please keep your eye out for that. Check out this little promo. We'll be back in just a little bit, Brian, with the rest of this show. Boyd Duckett, can't hear you. Boyd Duckett, a couple other special guests. Hang in there with us when we come back. More Ike Live. Sometimes the best fishing isn't out here. God, it's gorgeous. It's in the big city. I'm Mike Iaconelli. My friends and I grew up fishing the mean streams and rivers of Philadelphia. This week, we're in Miami, Florida. New Orleans, Louisiana. Taiwan! All you need is a waterway, a local... I'm ready. Let's go. And a little passion. A little passion, Mike. Hey. Fish My City with Mike Iaconelli. New series premieres Friday, October 12th at 10 on Natchio Wild. Hey, Noah Wheeler here with uh, Real Snot. Been out on this pond for about an hour now. Uh, Haven't had a whole lot of luck. We've had a couple blow-ups, but not getting a lot. So we thought we would try the new Java product uh, on this frog on the top water. Uh, it works great on jigs and other plastics, but we've noticed that when we do use it on top water, we get a trail in the water, the scent's in the water, and we're getting a lot more bites. So we're going to spray some Java uh, all over the frog. Apply from reel knot to the raid, get it nice and wet, and then as I reel it in, it's going to work its way through it. Okay, so now we got that scent in the water, and then we got the frog 
all juiced up with some real snot, Java. Let's see what happens here. There's one. There's one. So as you can see, that scent got around in this little area, this little pocket we're fishing. And sure enough, one came up and nailed it. Small one, albeit, but hadn't caught anything since we've been here for about an hour, hour and ten minutes now. There's one. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Much better. Good little guy. Through my frog. Man, they love this shit stuff right through the nose this time of year I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics too there he is another one next cast and that would be number six I'm addicted I'll admit it I'm, I'm straight addicted might be bigger you think so? Stripers get it. You can't even see it, man. That might be a keeper. Four and a half inch drop shot worm. Bama bug. Finesse jig, PB and J. Give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three aught, no, four aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog. Exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass. And how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Uh-oh. Is he in my pocket? <laughs> 